0: Are you happy to be here? We're so honored and glad that you chose to spend Easter Sunday and celebrate the resurrection of Jesus with us. And uh, it's one of the great privileges that we have to come and freely worship and give God honor and glory. Amen. So, so every time we come, every time I get the opportunity to tell the greatest story, that's ever been told i'm i'm just i'm it's it's overwhelming i mean it's so amazing that jesus because see you've heard lots of stories today and I've got one of those kind of stories, and it doesn't make any sense in my mind why he would have chose a mess like me and, 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 and caused somebody like me to deliver his beautiful message, but that is the greatest part of his story, amen? It's not just his story. His death is my death. His burial is my burial, and his resurrection is my resurrection. Therefore, his life is my life. It's not just his story. I'm a part of his amazing Story. I love stories. Some of my first memories, uh, Howard, are, are my mother reading to me while I sat on the toilet. Amen. Are y'all with me this morning? She would read the little train that could. I think I can. I think I can. I think. Are y'all with me? We all love good stories. You know, as a, as a kid, I loved reading my kids' stories, some of their favorite stories. Y'all see if you recognize some of these stories. Maybe you can finish what I'm saying. Brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? I see a red bird. Oh, y'all like stories. Good night, moon. Good night, cow. Like three people. Y'all don't read good night, moon? Y'all need to get saved. And good night to the old lady, whispering, I love stories. We love stories. Everyone likes a good story, but today we're not just telling a good story, we're telling the greatest story. Amen? And if you're going to read a good story, you never start in the middle of the book. Right? Right? You never start in the middle of the book. But can I tell you what part of the story we're celebrating today? We are celebrating right smack dab in the middle of the book. The death, burial, and the resurrection is not the beginning of the story. It's the middle of the story. But if you're going to appreciate any good story, you would start at the what? The beginning. beginning. So today, that's what we're going to do. We're going to start at the beginning because if we don't start at the beginning of the story, we might not fully understand why jesus had to come why jesus had to die in our place and we might make the mistake of thinking we might come to church today and go wow the death burial and resurrection of jesus that's awesome and we we might think you know what i think i'm going to receive jesus and 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 he'll make my life better well that's true but that's not totally why you need to receive jesus I don't receive Jesus just so I can be better. I don't receive Jesus just so I can, can improve on some things in my life, just so I can be a little less awful, right? I receive Jesus because I am in need of complete and total, not renovation, but a teardown of the old life and a rebuilding of a new life in Christ. And in order to fully understand that, you got to start at the beginning. So we're going to go back to the beginning in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. And we're going to find out where this story started. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female created them. He created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. My favorite part of Christianity. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. So here, The story begins with the author, the creator, including us immediately. Immediately, Genesis chapter 1, God says, I'm going to make the main character of my story, my prized possession, my creation. And God creates us and he puts us into his great narrative. We are the center of what God has done and what God is doing. And man enjoys an uninhibited relationship with his father. Until, everybody say until. Until. Our story started in the garden, but it's also where our stories part in the garden. Does anybody have a pen today? Anybody got a pen? Bring me a pen, Terry. Thank you, sir. I, I, I need a pen to preach today. You see, at the beginning of our story... God had the pen to our lives. It was him writing. It was him doing. But in the garden in Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve decided that they were better authors than God. that That they maybe could be a little more creative than God could. And the devil came in, the serpent came in, and he deceived and lied to Adam and Eve. And he told them, you would be a better God than God. And so man went to God and he got the pen to his life. And he said, I will now be my own author. And in doing so, he sinned. Everybody say sinned. He sinned and he took the pen to his life. Our story started in the garden and our stories parted in the garden. And mankind began to write his own story for thousands of years. And they lived and operated independently from their creator. They said they didn't need God. We said we didn't need God. We said we didn't want God. We took the pen to our lives and we wrote our story. Come on, we can't forget where we've come from. Because see, a life apart from God is a life full of sin and full of, full of difficulty and full of, full, uh, it, it's full of self. It's full of, it's full of disappointment. How do you know? Because I've lived that life. God didn't create us to live apart from him. God created us to, uh, to give him the pen to our lives and allow him to write our stories. But that's not what happened. See, we lived apart from God. Ephesians 2.12 says, remember that at the time you were separate from Christ. It says this, you were without hope and without God in the world. There's people in here this morning, you're without hope and you're without God. You still have the pen to your life. You are writing your story. But the master author, the creator, wants us to give him back the pen and allow him to be the author of our story the depravity of man apart from God that part of our history that part of our lives where we chose to be in control where we chose to live independently from God where we chose to not let him be the author of our lives the depravity of man apart from God knows no low the life of sin caused brother to kill brother parents to betray their children, children to disrespect their parents, pride, hate, anger, greed, racism, envy, jealousy, and perversion of every sort was the result of us living apart from God. And today I do not speak of these things generally. I speak of these things specifically. When I say greed, anger, racism, lust, envy, A perversion of every sort. I'm not just talking about some problems that the world has out there. I'm talking about problems that I had specifically. I'm talking about problems that you have specifically. So God hated seeing his creation living apart from him. So God in his love for his creation decided to create an opportunity, listen, for us to merge our stories back together again. The cool part about this is, is that he would bring all of us to a crossroad of decision. But he would leave the choice up to us. Now we're in the middle of the book. Now we've come to Easter. Easter. Now we've come to the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Man without God, man, the man choosing to live in his sin and independence has made a complete mess of things. You living to choosing to live in your sin and independence have made a complete wreck of things. Me, I've made a complete wreck of things. But God said, I don't want to see my creation living like this anymore. He loved us so much, it says in Romans 5.8, that while we were still in this condition, this sinful, lost, and terrible condition, that God would send his son for you and for me that blows my mind John 3 16 you can probably all quote it but have all of us received it for God so loved the world he loved us so much his heart was broken and shredded that we would live apart from him he said I will make an intersection of opportunity for man to choose me once again Come on, that intersection of opportunity is known as the cross of Jesus Christ. It's where Jesus came and died in our stead, in our place, and gives us the opportunity to receive new life, his life once again. There's no greater story than this, y'all. There's no greater message. The cross of Jesus is the intersection of opportunity for our stories to merge with God's once again. But who will you choose? So what's the ending of this story? If you choose today, there's only two choices. If you choose today at this intersection, God has, he has placed this opportunity before you to choose life or choose death. If you choose today to, 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 to give God the pin back and make Jesus the Lord and the Savior of your life, then Hebrews twelve two says, looking unto Jesus, He becomes the author Once again, in the finisher of our faith, when we come to Jesus, when we come to faith in Jesus, Jesus gets the pen back. He once again becomes the author of our story. Sin no longer reigns in my life, but now the grace and goodness of God. And the best part is we receive eternal life. You see, friends, family, whoever you are, the only way to heaven, it says in John 14, 6, is through Jesus Christ. If you have not given him this pen, then heaven will not be your home. But if you have, then not only do we get to spend eternity with him, but he gives us eternal life now. Now. And he gets to write our story. You would say, Colby, but you don't understand what I've done. You don't understand where I've been. Man, you, you don't get it, man. I am messed up. All those things that you list, you didn't list enough of the bad things for me. Or you may just be so full of pride and, 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 and self-absorbed, you may say, none of that stuff was me. I've got it all together. Either way, you're messed up. So that's all of us. You would say, Colby, you don't know how far I've been, but I want to read you something today. It says in Psalm eighteen twenty four, God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to him. Amen. I don't care where you've been, what you've done, what you're doing right now. You are here today at the cross of Jesus, at the intersection of opportunity, and you have a chance to choose him. You have a chance to come and say, God, I've made a mess of this. I give you the pen back and I'm asking you to rewrite my story. Listen to me, the first of your story does not have to be the worst of your story because if you give him the pen, he'll rewrite it for his glory. Come on, somebody. That's the God that we serve. That's the God that can be your God today. But I've got to tell you something because choice is involved, because your decision is involved, there's an alternate ending to this story. I always hated movies with alternate endings. I just wanted there to be one ending, but this story has two endings. And we get to choose which ending we would have. We can give him the pin back today, and we get his ending. We get, we get eternal life on this earth, and we get to spend eternity with our God. I wish I had time to talk about all of these things, but I don't today. But there is an alternate ending if that's not the choice that you make today. Revelation 20, 15, it says, anyone whose name was not found written in the book. Anyone who did not give Jesus the pen to their life back. He didn't have the opportunity to take the pen and write your name in his book. The book of life. It says anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. That's hard. That's difficult. You say, I don't like that ending. Me either. That's why I didn't choose it. I said, Jesus, I don't want that ending. And listen, I don't serve him out of fear. I serve him out of gratitude and gratefulness and wanting to give honor and glory to my creator. He has the pen to my life. I made a mess of it before him. But I said, God, in Psalm 18, 24, if you can turn this mess into a message, then I will give you the pen to my heart. I can't do this anymore without you. Apart from you, I can't serve and live the way you've desired me to. Today, you're at an intersection of opportunity. To your flesh, it doesn't feel like opportunity. It feels like like something awful, but I promise you, it's not something awful. And in order to come to Him, our flesh has to completely be crushed and broken in the will of that self-life. And we have the opportunity to come to Him and say, Jesus... I've made a mess of it. Here's the pen. Would you rewrite my story? Today, as you're at the intersection of opportunity, which ending do you choose? Which direction do you choose? Do you choose to come to him and say, God, here's the pen. I want to receive you as I've been apart from you. I've lived apart from you. I want to receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. We just had like six people stand up here and tell you heartbreaking story after heartbreaking story. Coming to God does not mean that everything in your life is perfect. It means that you have him on your side to fight with you and for you through the difficulty. I want you to know something. He loves you today. And I had a hard, it's hard to even preach this message because I just want to tell you how, how soft an Easter bunny Jesus is. And, and, but, but that's not the God that we serve. He sent his son to die on a cross to buy you back from the hands of Satan himself. And today we are at the intersection of opportunity and it's our turn to choose. So if every eye could close, every head bow in this room, I want to give you the opportunity To not walk away from Jesus. To not turn away from this opportunity. He loves you. He's calling you. He brought you. I don't know why you're here, who got you here, but you're here this morning because God wanted you here and he wants you to choose him. But he won't make you do it. He gives us the free will to lay down our life and receive his life.